shortly. Do you know why your business is different? Why does it exist? And why do your customers care? If you're not sure, we can help. At Crispin Co, we work closely with you to get to know your business. Together, we'll build a strategy that communicates your brand message to the people who need to know it, your customers. Crispin Co exists to challenge normal. We're a full service, creative, design, and media agency. We trade in innovative ideas, creative content, and strategic communication that gets maximum results and return on your marketing investment. Find us at crispand.co or on all the usual socials. Crisp and Co. Innovate. Create. Communicate. You're a proactive business leader. You know the importance of face-to-face -face networking. Build your skills with Simone Douglas's new book, Confident Networker. IBGR show host and author of the best-selling book, Seriously Social, Simone once again brings her friendly tone and wealth of experience to help you reach your goals. Whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, networking can be challenging. Confident Networker is full of examples, tools and exercises, illustrating every point so you can apply these surefire methods in your business life. You'll learn how to use your emotional intelligence, communicate across generation gaps, and ensure that you make great, lasting impressions. Confident Networker is now available on Amazon and Booktopia, or you can order a copy via our Facebook page at facebook.com slash socialmediaaok. to Building Success Habits, Self-Image Mastery on the number one global business talk and network um, radio, IBGR, International Business Growth Radio. I am Londina Cruz, and in the studio with me, like always, the fabulous Donna Condi. This is episode number five, Relax Your Way to Success in our series, Success Habits, Self-Image Mastery at IBGR.network. Um, download our app. I love, love, love our app. Listening on the go. And definitely while I am working out, um, go to our website at ibgr.network and make sure you download the show notes um, so you can have it with you and just go over them and, you know, download them, highlight them, whatever you like to do. And now, uh, Donna, before we went on a break, we had touched on what we... Um, the key issues. Um, do you want to touch on that anymore, or should we move back, uh, move forward? Uh, I, you know, I think it's really just letting the listeners know to be open to the idea. 
on anything we say on any of our shows, really, because <laughs> we go against the grain, and that is why we get different results. If you want to do like everybody else does, then go ahead, but you'll probably continue to get the same results as everybody else does. Uh, but listening to our, our series is going to open your mind to new possibilities and new ideas. Um, and so as we get into this, what you need to know, we're going to talk about some uh, five rules for freeing your creative machinery. We're talking about that creative piece to you that is going to give you those different results versus the, the, (laughs) what most of us do is, is we just want to keep hammering that square peg into that round hole until it fits and not using our creativity. So, uh, Landina, do you want to kick us off in, in, uh, the first thing that we need to know? Yes. The first thing is, we want to worry before deciding, then don't look back. Yes. And actually, this reminds me of when you're throwing a dice. You know, before you throw that dice, you're shaking it, you're blowing them in your hands. And, you know, <laughs> oh, my God, you know, hit the seven, hit the seven, hit the seven. And I'm not a gambler, by the way, but I've played with dice before. Mm-hmm. Once you throw those dice and they're like in the air, that's it. Your, your job is done. You, there is nothing else you can do. You have no power over what the dice are going to give you or what life is going to give you depending on the decisions that you make. So we make the decision and then we have to let go. And whatever happens, um, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And, you know, I've just made some pretty big decisions in, in my own life right now. And after we make the decision, after I make the decision, I'm still going back like, oh, did I make the right decision? Am I doing the right thing? After you've done it, you, you can't go back and undo it. You have to just keep taking the next step and the next step and the next step. You can't adjust the direction that you go. You know, there's always, there's always the opportunity to go down a new path, but you can never go back. You can, we, we are, we don't have that ability to go back in time. So do, do all the worrying before the decision is made. And by worrying, I think, Landina, what Maxwell Maltz is saying is think through the different if-then statements. Think through the different possibilities and kind of mentally go through them in your head and then make the best decision based on the outcome that you visualize in your mind. Correct. And it may not be always the perfect decision once you get to in the real world, act upon it. But then you, you do what we do here at the station and you apply agile and you adjust, you make adjustments. You just keep adjusting and you, yeah. move, you move forward and you make an adjustment and you move forward like the airplane. We've used that airplane example quite a bit on our shows, how it doesn't actually go from point A to point B directly because the wind knocks it off course and it has to continually readjust to get back on course. Same thing. Yeah. And the other thing that I want to um, touch on is that when we make that decision, we don't get up in the morning and say, I'm going to make uh, a bad decision today. <laughs> it's just that once we make the decision, if it doesn't end up the way we want it to be, mm-hmm. we name it bad. Yeah. Oh, I didn't make the right decision. I should have done this, blah, blah, blah. No, there is no, no bad decision. It's yeah. whatever you name it after um, it comes to Florida. Yeah, and that's a, that's a great point you bring up there is is there is no such thing as a bad decision because it's it was the best choice that we had at the time or else we wouldn't have made it right correct exactly that's a beautiful way to look at it mm-hmm. 
So another thing that we want you to know is to stay in the present moment, forming, form the habit of just consciously responding to the present moment. And it, it's going to take, you know, we're not thinking about tomorrow. We're not thinking about yesterday. We're just thinking about where am I now? What am I doing now? What should I be doing? What could, not should, we don't like shoulds, but what could I be doing now that's taking me closer to the direction that I want to go? And when we just can live in this present moment, when we can stop, look, and listen, and be fully present, it takes away so much anxiety <laughs> of, of, of regretting past decisions and of becoming anxious over future decisions. And, and, and when we are in this fully present moment, that, and it, it is like we're titled here, we're relaxing and allowing our creativity to flow. We're allowing the success me mechanism to work for us because we're not clogging it up with the, the could have beens and the should have beens and you know what's going to happen tomorrow. Well, I have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't even know what's going to happen in the next hour. We, <laughs> we just have to live really consciously present in this in this moment. Yes, and um, I remember um, after I had the, the brain injury, I didn't live one day at a time. That was too long of a time for me. To me, for me, it was a breath at a time. Mm. This one breath, and that's the way that I've um, adapted to. To me, is one breath. I don't know what's going to happen, you know, like uh, five hours from now. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes, and um, I'm going to move on to multitasking. <laughs> I so love, love, love this topic because, and I can talk a lot um, on this. So Donna, just let me know when I've had enough time. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Uh, I'm just going to let the flow. So I used to be so caught up because I used to hear people multitasking, multitasking. And I, I'm like, I can't do this. I don't know what people are talking about. I thought that I was defected because of the brain injury that I mm -hmm, had. Mm -hmm. The brain injury just magnified a lot more for me. So I went on to research, okay, what is multitasking? And for those of you, um, I want you to take some notes because, well, number one, Harvard has done multi um, research on multitasking, just a lot of research on it. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of uh, um, reports and documents that will back that multitasking does not exist. Your brain just cannot do it. So that's one place that you can uh, look. Also, multitasking came, I believe it was in 1965, and it was by an IBM computer that was recorded um, at that time, that ability to do multiple things at the same time, but because they had different processor, each processor could only handle one thing. So that uh, term um, was born. And now for a human to multitask, it became like a status. Oh, I can multitask. And now if you didn't multitask, you were seen as you couldn't do as much as somebody else. So everybody just picked it up and started using the term. But it's and really them trying to be like a computer. Exactly. And <laughs> as, you, as you well know, um, also um, Maxwell Maltz talks about it really clearly that the brain does not multitask. Mm -mm. It does not have that function. It cannot do two things at one time. And what people confuse as multitasking, for example, is have any, I'm sure that uh, some of you have had the experience where you're driving home 
and all of a sudden you get there and you don't remember how you got there yeah because you're you're thinking about other things or doing other things that is not multitasking that is that your brain has subconsciously created the habit of how to get to your house so your subconscious takes over but um if multitasking also was uh permittable you would not be told don't drive it don't use your cell and drive at the same time yeah 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 even if you're talking and you're driving you can't pay attention to the road and pay attention to who you're talking to on the phone i remember the very early days of the cell phones and the first time i was driving and got a phone call and tried to just answer the phone and talk at the same time i literally felt like i was drunk i i mean i could not get it done and now we see people you know drive with your knees and texting with your thumbs and it's like what the heck what is that (laughs) how can we really i think what happens is um you know like you were saying we just we build up this muscle memory of these habits we talked a lot about being hypnotized in habits the last time but but really when we're doing important things do we want to be on autopilot do we want to be hypnotized doing it that way i don't think so um, and also, one thing that I discovered on my own was, well, I thought that I could look in my, in my bag, like with my hand, to mm-hmm. feel for what I'm looking for. Well, your brain cannot find what you're looking for unless it imagines it. Mm. You know, like mm-hmm. it knows, you picture what you're looking for. If you're picturing what you're looking for, your brain is not paying attention to the road. Um, yeah. You know, so when I figure that out, I says, no, yeah, multitasking doesn't work here either. It just doesn't work, period. <laughs> So um, I share that with a lot of love. It's my passion. It just relieved me so much. I actually do tell people I don't multitask. And they say to me, okay, and they'll stop and wait for me to do what I'm doing. And um, the other day I was on a, on a call with a gentleman and I'm talking and he's silent. And so I said, are you still there? He said, yeah, I can't listen to you and write at the same time. Hmm. I'm like, okay, you can't multitask. I understand. I'll wait till you're done. That's awesome. Yeah. So I think we'll, we'll pick up on this multitask when we come back from the break. We do need to head on to a break, and uh, and there's a lot more we can say about the multitask. So stay yeah. with us. You're listening to episode number five in Building Success Habits, Self-Image Mastery. We're on the topic of Relax Your Way to Success on the IBGR Network with Donna Kendi and Londina Cruz. Don't go anywhere because we're going to come right back and give you some more success habits, strategies, tips tips and and all kinds of things. So we'll be right back. (laughs) 